Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome back to the Thistle Scottish Rugby Podcast. It is now the business end of the season, so why not get yourself some free beers to enjoy the end of the Pro 14. With our friends Beer 52, you can now get eight craft beers delivered straight to your door, um, and all you have to do is pay $5.95 for postage and packaging. That's eight free beers, a Ferment magazine, which talks about everything in craft brewing, and a snack. Get yourself onto beer52.com forward slash thistle. That's beer52.com forward slash thistle. $5.95 postage and packaging, and you'll get eight craft beers delivered straight to your door. Welcome back to the Thistle Scottish Rugby Podcast, coming at you for another breakfast show special ahead of a big weekend of Pro 14 Rugby. Thank you very much for joining us. I am David, and to my left, Alan, looking very awake. How are you, bud? I'm struggling. I'm not going to lie to you. The breakfast specials are tough, aren't they? Yeah. I also had Luna just, like, batting me in the face at, like, 5 a.m. this morning. Who's Luna? <laughs> my cat. Alan Jacobson. Alan Jacobson. Alan Jacobson. Sorry, Alan Jacobson, <laughs> the cat. Your other cat. Mother cat. And there's Matt as well. All right, how's it going? Mate, it feels like we've been away for ages. I think it's been it's it's two, two, two like calendar weeks. Yeah, two it's calendar been weeks. Two yeah. calendar weeks. It's been tough. <laughs> a, lot, a, lot, a lot can happen in two I calendar say, weeks. I was trying to think in <laughs> niche Scottish rugby news. <laughs> there actually has been tons of news. To be, to be fair, yeah, yeah. So, but you have been keeping up with us on Twitter. So we've been putting it all out there at Thistle Rugby Pod. We put up a very successful Chris Dean meme on Instagram earlier this week. That's Thistle Rugby Pod. A specific Chris Dean meme before we launched that yesterday. It could be the first it ever. It could be a world first. <laughs> I mean, for our specific audience of one, Chris Dean, he liked it and followed us. So, <laughs> look, that's a success for us. So that's yeah. over on Instagram at Thistle Rugby Pod. The mailbag has. Everyone's been having a wee bit of time off. The mailbag's been tired. Um, the that's the thistle rugby at gmail.com. So get in there if you've got any 
thoughts um, on iTunes, you can leave us a review. Please do. Um, how about this one from Waggle Your Wallies? Um, he calls us Bias Burgers. These guys have a massive bias against Glasgow players until they become former Glasgow players. I just don't think that's true. <laughs> have we not been accused of pro-Glasgow bias before as well? Yeah, I think... No matter. I mean, essentially, we're just probably slightly pro whatever team's doing better at the time. I just think it's more interesting to talk about the teams that are doing well. Yes. I mean... I also, can't, I also can't really think of a, an ex-Glasgow player who we used to bag in real life now. Henry Pergos? I don't think we ever really bagged him. I think we probably bagged him. <laughs> we might do some bagging, I don't think we we might do some bagging of him later well on I when we talk about his recent performances. It's not like we're like, oh my God, Pergos is so good. Why did Glasgow let him go? We've always been like, he's fine. Yeah, that's fair. You know? No, I mean, I think it's a completely ridiculous statement. Waggle at least give him us five stars. Give us bloody one star. Who do you think he is? One star. So really, I feel like that's not a one star reason <laughs> yeah, either. Exactly. Like, give it a two or a three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but oh, yeah. well. <laughs> Old Wally. Well, I think we'll be okay. Old Wally. Well, thank you very much. Please do get on there and leave us a review. It helps us out. Um, right. Let's skip through the news. There's been quite a lot going on since we last talked um, about you, including lots of prop recruitment. Um, Glasgow have signed. Two new props and re-signed Adam Nichols. So they're being joined by Charlie Caps, um, who's joining from the nursery down in Stade Niçoise. Scots qualified England under 18. And G Scotland under 20s cap, who's been at Wasps, lad called George Thornton. Lads, lots of prop news. I think on the Stade Niçoise thing, you're just like, hopefully you'll be okay. I mean, who knows? I generally don't think Stade Niçoise play, what, at a better standard than like the Air Harriet's game on the weekend. It, it's more, it is professional though, right? Oh, I don't think Federal 1 is all professional. Oh, right. There's four separate Oh, yeah, because it's Pro D2. Pro D2, and then there's four separate leagues in Within Federal, Federal 1, yeah. Hmm. So. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I doubt he would come across and, and play for Air Harriet's and be like a real standout player. Yes. So I think that's, that's fair. I was reading a little bit about him. He was in England under-18s, and then he was in the England under-20s squad for the 2016 World Cup, but got injured, so missed out on that. Then he was at Leeds Carnegie for a little bit. Then he went down to Stade Niçoise. Yeah. As p and he was, he was announced by Scottish Rugby that he was being sent to Stade Niçoise. So oh they really? obviously had an eye on him. Yeah, I, I f it came up on Google, but it, it no longer exists on the new website. Did oh you yeah. know Scott Robbie have got a new website? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> Unbelievable. It, yeah, the Scotsman were reporting on it recently. I can't believe the Scotsman wrote a story about the SRU having I a new mean, website. <laughs> what has happened to that newspaper? <laughs> it was unbelievable. But yeah. anyway, lots of new props. Presumably just to give a little bit more depth. Batty's obviously leaving to Edinburgh, but just in a World, a world Cup here, having yeah. depth around there. Yeah, exactly. Although I don't think that many of the Glasgow props are probably going to go to the World Cup. Well, there is chat that, was some chat that Gordy Reid's going to come back to Glasgow as well. Yeah. So if you do bring him back, there's a chance he's in the World Cup squad. Yeah. You lose him right away. I'd heard about Gordy Reid a wee while ago. His wife's moved, um, she moved back to Glasgow. She only made, le yeah. she only stayed she in really London, London for about three months. Yeah, so wouldn't be that big a surprise. But yeah, I mean, apart from what, Xander Ferguson? Uh... Darcy yeah, Ray. Darcy Ray. Darcy Ray, maybe on the fringes. Maybe on the fringes. But he's not yeah, really. It's one of those positions where there's almost certainly going to be an injury. 
where people yeah. might get they're going to be on call quite and a lot. I think as well that, that some of those guys like Thornton in particular are being signed for the for the future. Yeah. Like, you know, he played under 20s. Um obviously he was quite good for them and you know, he doesn't need to play right away, but it's good to have a young Scottish prop. Absolutely. And uh, more news out of Glasgow. Good news for Glasgow fans. Dave Rennie has extended his contract by a year to put to bed some rumours that he was maybe heading off to um, join Scott Johnson in Australia, but at least that will now be put off until after the World Cup. Good news, lads, yes? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, if anything, it puts the SRU in a better negotiating position, so when Australia do come such calling. A com- such a commercial answer. Yeah, answer. exactly. They get more like compensation. I get like more compensation. Angle. Hey, you're going to get tapped out by Mark Dodson with that sort of attitude. <laughs> well, yeah. n- what do you think I've been doing for the last three years <laughs> in this podcast? Uh, no, I think it's really good. I think, obviously, there was speculation he was going to leave. Um, I just think it's quite nice to see that clearly he's sort of bought into Glasgow, bought into the city and everything, and clearly believes that there's more to be done with, with the side. Um, and I'm sure he thinks he wants to win some silverware before he goes on to his next gig. Bit of an annoying move from Scott Johnson. Just piles off to Australia and then tries to tap up the Glasgow coach. Yes. On the assumption that it's true. Scott Johnson, a man of honour. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I do think that's something that Dave Rennie seems to have really bought into, you know, Scotland and Glasgow specifically. Uh, I know he's like, he seems to have struggled in those big games, but... He clearly does have a very strong desire to sort of win silverware with that group of players. It just kind of feel like that team just yeah. needs a bit more investment. Yeah, mm. he came across really genuinely on the Glasgow podcast. They were interviewing about it this week, talking yeah. about how him yeah. and his wife like really love Scotland and like they've really sort of gotten into living in Glasgow. So good on him. Good to have him. Um, and because of that, well, related to that, Mike Blair has now he's now going full time with Scotland, and Dave Rennie is now just going to do Mike Blair's job as well as being head coach, Does not getting in someone new. think that Dave Rennie thinks Mike Blair was quite useless. <laughs> He's just like, I actually don't need to replace <laughs> you. Yeah. I'm just going to just do what you were doing, but as part you, of my you were, full You were role. an SRU appointment. Yeah. But, but that means because Humphreys is going to Wales as well. Humphreys is going to Wales. He's going to need to get someone in. Maybe Dave Rennie just thinks they're all shit. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to just deal with this all, all yeah. right? <laughs> getting some like open up his little contact book, get some sort of like Manawatu coach in who's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, it's going to be like a county's Manukau yeah. like Backs coach, coach yeah. coming yeah. in at some point. <laughs> Absolutely. And down the other end of the M8, Edinburgh announced seven players will be leaving at the end of the year. Some known about, some not. So Ross Ford, Tom Brown, Nathan Fowles, Sean Kennedy, Alan Dell. Um, Luke Hamilton and don't know his first name, but Nayolo, the um, Fijian background. Siniki or something. Yeah. Was that just a guess? Was that just a no, sort of it Fijian it guess? It, it is along those lines. <laughs> what do you think of those? I think most of them we already knew about. I suppose. Del, no, Del no, Nalolo. Senatiki. 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 So what Del, Nayolo, and Fowles were all known about already? Uh. Yes. Files we knew was going to Ealing. Yes. Yep. Um, Dell, Dell's London, London Irish. Irish. I don't think we knew about... I'm not entirely sure I knew he was an Edinburgh player, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. He's played three times. He's a classic sort of like yeah. Fijian that could have been good. But then doesn't seem to have played any like Prem rugby that I can... I think he played a bit for Barmuir. I think yeah. that was the pro team. Um, uh, Prem team. Is he Sean Kennedy's um, tweet? 
Yes. Yeah. I thought it was quite it, funny. I thought it was quite funny. Anyone need a scrum half? Question mark. I thought it was tongue in cheek. Like I didn't have a problem with it. You, you had a problem with it though, Alan, didn't you? Ooh, yeah. quite punchy. Ooh. I, I never said I had a problem. I said that it was a potentially quite punchy tweet to put out posts. To be fair, he, he needs a gig. Yeah. So you, be, you might as well get as much PR as possible. Yeah. And if yeah. You, you know what? Maybe some lad from like Darlington's like, ah, I like this guy. <laughs> A championship rugby. But he, he's been playing for the seven squad, so I wonder if he'll get pick, get given a... Well, I wonder whether yeah, him and him and or Tom Brown yeah. end up going into the Scotland seven squad. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've bo- they were both in Hong Kong, weren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which means they're both off to Singapore as well, because they're yeah, not changing that. Yeah, unchanged squad. Um, Fordy. Do you reckon he's got a, a year in him somewhere else? you think someone will pick up Ross Ford? No. <laughs> like, well, I mean, he's on a lot of money, isn't he? I mean, yeah, he'd have to take a significant pay cut. And he's going to go and give back. I imagine if you really, ch- like, if you had an agent that really went out and sold hard, there is a French club somewhere that's oh, willing yeah. to oh, pay, yeah. like, six figures. Like, breathe. Yeah. 100 and, 100 and however many caps for Scotland. One British Lions appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Experience. One appearance, he's actually on, one appearance on Scots porridge oats. Yeah, he's, I love that's that. That's got to be, I mean, the royalties on that. I think he's done like the Scottish beef advert back in the day yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. Mate, the man's made to be fair, this, To be fair, this season he's actually looked far better than he has in like the last few seasons. I think I would change the language there to say in <laughs> glimpses he's looked far Well, he's only better. played in glimpses to be fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, but well, I thought there was rumours that he was going to be like strength and conditioning I think in, in interviews about him coming to the end of his career, he said, I'd like to get into strength and conditioning. He is an athlete. Because that is effectively what he is. Like, <laughs> a really <laughs> great athlete. I saw somewhere that someone asked him what he would be doing if it wasn't rugby, and it was like bodybuilding. Oh, my word. I remember seeing him once in the queue for Garibaldi's in Edinburgh and couldn't believe how big he was. Like, he's so, so big. So thick? Yeah. yeah. And Garibaldi's is a small place as well. Like he's gonna take <laughs> he's taking up like three three people's room on the dance floor. And what? And if you and him are on the dance floor. Yeah, exactly. Like, no one else is getting in. Me and Ross Ford on the pole. Yeah. <laughs> um sticking with Edinburgh, bad news. Um Mini Murrayfield's been delayed, so gonna get a chance to keep playing at sold out BT Murrayfield next year in the Pro fourteen. I've got a theory. Go for it. I wanna hear this. So obviously the stuff with Rayburn Place, the, the the legal issues are still up in the air. But from what I can gather, Aki's have just been like, fuck all you guys, we're just going to start doing this work. Because Lidl and Marks and Spencer, who have already booked out lots, are like, we want our Stockbridge like, space. Yeah. So they've obviously, I reckon Edinburgh have already seen that they've just started going. Because they've been waiting for like eight years. And I reckon yep. that's what's taken so long. So maybe they're like, let's just give it like 12 months, see if Aki's will just build a stadium for us. Well, and then we don't have to build one. And then we don't have to build Mini Murrayfield. Hmm. If Aki's build, like, I, don't know, I can't remember what it is, but say you could fit even, like, six or 7,000 people in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what you need. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. In a for probably sure. better location for Edinburgh Rugby as well. Yeah. I like, I like the theory. It's a great theory. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just Edinburgh City Council being either slow or likely or incompetent or just difficult. I mean, that is a very plausible <laughs> explanation for what's going on. Um, I think we all saw it coming as well. The fact that there'd been like no news announcing it in a long time. So yeah. Like, oh, what what are they doing with that whole development? And then it's fallen a flower, a flower pa- Well, we will keep an eye on that. 
if you've got any if you've got any inside gossip on um, Rayburn Place, you work Ray- for the council. You want to come in anon- anonymously? Then you know. I wonder if we've got anyone from the Edinburgh City Council Planning Department listening. Hopefully, anyone yeah. from the SRU, Edinburgh Council Planning Department, Edinburgh Ackies, or the Grange, just file into the DMs. Yeah. The or DMs. just anyone with a really outlandish theory. Yes. Because yeah. we will read it out. <laughs> Sources say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then finally... Miss Luke Hamilton and the rumours of him going to Glasgow. Yes. Well, I didn't, I didn't miss him in my uh, reading out. You, did, you, you didn't miss him in the reading we out? We just didn't talk about him, yeah. We just didn't uh, talk right, about yeah. him. He's sort of like... I've always thought he was okay for Edinburgh. He's never been like... You never let them down or anything like that. I think there's just so many back rows there. Now yeah. And like... He he will if he wants to play for Scotland he he will be looking for first team action and he's not going to get it with yeah. that. Yeah. and I think it was Rob Robertson at the Mail confirmed that he had turned down a contract extension, so he was offered something mm. by Edinburgh. So he's obviously off somewhere else. Yeah, would he do well at Glasgow? Does Glasgow the sort of player Glasgow need? I guess you said it would seem weird that he would go to Glasgow after turning down a contract. Because you imagine that would be just a constant conversation with the SO you yeah. essentially it's the same people giving yeah, the contracts yeah, exactly. isn't it? Yeah. So Yeah. Maybe London Irish. I That's the only other place I'd heard. Wouldn't be surprised if he went somewhere like that. London Irish coming up into the Prem. Yeah. Luke to be building something as well. Or at least giving it a go. <laughs> might ring fencing as well. Might back himself to start there. I'd back him for Glasgow though. Ahead of ahead of Ryan Wilson. That's not gonna happen though, is it? Or at least know getting a lot of game time at Glasgow. I think he would get a lot more game time to be fair. Yeah. Um Yeah, I just uh, I wonder if as you say that the way the negotiations will work if that if that'll happen. Yeah. End up in a back row with Sean O'Brien at London Irish. It's not too bad. Not too bad. Not and, Blair, and Blair Cowan. And Blair Cowan. Lovely stuff. Um and finally we touched on it very briefly there the um Sevens team they won the challenge trophy at the Hong Kong Sevens. Is that the second tier or the yeah. third tier? Beat Japan in the final. Came, yeah, came back very well from behind in the final, didn't they? I mean, yeah. to be fair, they started really badly. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic Scottish, Scottish trait these days. Yeah. Um, and the women made the final of the qualifier only to lose to Brazil in the final of that. And that would have seen them gain a place on the in the World Cup or on the Seven Series? Don't know. Let's go with a yes. Yeah. It was a qualifier. Some, it's better. called the qualifier series. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's it's to get them yeah. on to the, to the tour. Or wherever the women play um, tournaments alongside. I was following it on Twitter and didn't realize it was only the qualifiers. I was getting uber excited and it was like they've reached the final. And then it was against Brazil and I was like, um. I think it's yeah. it's but no, I'm not taking away their it's achievement. It's a very at all. decent shift. And yeah. um, I think they've, a lot of those players, pretty much all of them were involved in the Six Nations. So they've come straight off the back of that. Yeah. They don't really play much sevens. Like sort of professionally, and to go and no, do it's that. good. It seems like it's been. And it's just a kind of good way to. Obviously, uh, losing the final is a shame, but you know, I think that the women's season has shown a lot of like positive signs this year, and it's a nice way to sort of to finish it. Um, it's also the Melrose Sevens this weekend. Yes, it is. Um, which I think is on BBC Scotland. Yes, it is. So, from I think from one o'clock. Yeah, they do. You won't be able to get. Yeah. So I think they start showing it from the second round. Um, no pro teams again, which is good. Um, university sides in the first draw, which is interesting. St. Andrews and Edinburgh Uni. And then you've sort of got like the guest teams like British Armour, Army. Tiger Rugby USA, who I think um, Perry Baker played for back just in the day. Just come across looking to get some investment, haven't they? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's part of the old glory deal. Uh, Stellenbosch, London Scottish, amongst sort of, you know, your Melroses. And I imagine Stellenbosch will probably win. Probably. You know, it depends. Like, what sort of team Melrose get out, I think. Because they've had a lot of injuries. And they, uh, if they can get a fit team, like, they always raise their game for that tournament. Yeah. And, you know, even like someone like Watson's have been really good in the sevens in the last few years. Dar- <laughs> Durham Uni have got a... In the second round straight Durham away. It's quite could interesting. could be really good. Yeah, they could be good. Um, They're playing Melrose in the first game. Having played Durham Uni and being killed by Durham Uni. <laughs> that was only the second 15 <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um, and then Prem, fi- Prem Final. Yep. This week. The rerun. Uh, No, that's no last ne- week. Yeah, last week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And then the Prem Cup next next week. week. Uh, yeah, look, by all accounts, it's an absolutely incredible match. Yeah, and it sort of went down almost to the wire in the end, really. And I think Air were probably slight favourites. Yes, but I think that Harriet's team, especially Millbrae. Yeah, exactly. I think that Harriet's team this season has just been like building so well. Yeah, and it's a lot better than people think they are. Um, I think people who'd be watching that would think like, "Why do we need Super Six? This is really good." <laughs> yeah, and I think is it Kyle Rowe who scored the two tries a few people thinking that he's going to yeah, he looks handy. get called up especially with Glasgow having wingers but probably not having a real strength and depth in that area yeah yeah. Um, guys like Robbie Nairn who've sort of come in and out but picked up loads of injuries and stuff like that yeah um, but yeah so rematch in week and a half's time yeah I know it's quite weird yeah. is yeah. it back at Millbury again? no Murrayfield oh, it's, oh shit. it's now 2-1 two, no two to air Two one to air. Yeah. Two one to air. We're going down to the death. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we talk a little bit about old glory? It feels like old news, but nah, let's do it. Should we talk about old glory? Oh yeah. Uh, did you listen to the Dom Mackay podcast about it on the Scottish I Rugby did, one? I did. Do you know why we're doing it yet? Um, I don't think there was a clear rationale laid out there. It feels like a bit of a punt, which yeah. I don't think it is, but when, in the context of the money that is involved and the risk, it <laughs> kind of feels like, a, you know, a, a bit of a, a an odd gamble to take. Yeah, I think I've seen a, a number of like rationale for why we're doing it. Some obviously being to sort of send out Scottish players for sort of development or like coaches and players for development opportunities. Some have been around, you know, building Scottish rugby's brand in the US, which I just like, completely do not buy into whatsoever. And then the other one has been around kind of the direct financial opportunity. So yeah, getting you know getting in on the gr- obviously they've had conversations with these guys in the US for a while. It appears to be specifically around the f- Pro Fourteen initially. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Don Mackay sits on the board of Pro Fourteen, so I yeah. he would have met them through that sort of conversation of trying to get an East Coast franchise into the Pro 14. Yes. Um, and a lot of the rationale seems to be we're getting in on the ground. The US is a big market. If this goes well, we could make a massive upside. Yeah, it's, it's not that much money in the grand scheme of things. But I'm try- I, I, I want to be correct in the sums, but it's... There's been a few different numbers yeah, getting chucked around. But I, I, I saw... 500,000 US over three years. As in 500 per year or over No, as in total. total. So so that's what, like 350? Yeah, 350. That's not that small. 
like half a super six season. That's a lot of money over three years. And you know, I'm, I'm sure there's 115 a year. It's loads of money. Mate, it's a third of a Scott Johnson. That, well, yeah. It's a lot of money, but in like a, what, 50 million revenue business? A 50 million revenue business where arguably there's still a lot of issues below the pro level, which is a f- this is kind of what this is trying to address, yeah. I suppose. And if, yeah. I, if I were the SIE, I'd be saying, you know, but we have invested there. Look, we have put the money into the Super 6. Now, you might say why that's have you not just enough. Wh- why are you just pirating Don Mackay's interview? I'm not. I'm doing the devil's advocate bit. <laughs> no, I know you are. He's but saying that, look, I've done Super 6, yeah. and we continue to invest in grassroots rugby. So why not invest the 115, additional 115 grand in Super 6? Why put it in all glory? That's the question. <laughs> maybe well, maybe Super Six is more risky because than All Glory. <laughs> it can't be though, because at least with Super Six, they're in control of it, and they've got an idea of what the legal look like. And so with, with the MLR, whatever it's called, is that it was Major League Rugby? Yeah, Major it is, yeah. League Rugby. Christ's sake! Um, like they've tried it two or three times now, and it's died on its arse because of lack of not interest. A, you know, lack of interest, lack of commercial backing, um, all these sort of things. So. I, ju- I just feel like the risk there is far greater. You, you're, you could arguably lose, you could arguably spend all that money and get pretty much zero benefit. Yes. Whereas I think with the Super Six, you know, the same thing could happen, but it's, you think that the skew is far more to the upside. Well, I think both of them have a financial risk, but Super Six has a much greater operational upside. Uh, exactly. In yeah. terms of I- if Super Six goes well, it could go badly, but if it goes well, that has a massive benefit to Scottish rugby as a whole. Whereas my issue with All Glory is there is a financial risk there, but I don't really see there being much of an operational upside for Scottish rugby. So what what happens? You get it, it goes on for a year, maybe two. You send someone like George Thornton there. He plays yeah. like twenty games of fine standard but not like massively better than Super I mean no, not massively better than, you know it's going to be nowhere near the English Championship for example yes so I kind of think but then I also don't know why you need to make the investment to even have that partnership yeah like it feels a bit weird like I imagine you could find a US club who would yeah. do a partnership with Scottish rugby exactly you say for you a feeder, s- yeah. yeah you say you say it's just like loan the players over and say don't worry about um, wages or anything, we'll take care of that. But here's yeah. some good young players you I can have. Yeah, I think the big that in the podcast there was two bits that I found really weird. The first bit, Don McKay was talking about how it was great to have really patriotic American owners, which yeah. I, I was like, I have no idea what that means or why that's good. Um, and the second bit was he, he kept referring to it. You know, it's a startup, and I was like, Yeah, I get it's a startup, but why is Scottish it's got like Scottish rugby is like a venture capital fund or something like that why are you putting money into a startup business yes because he w- and it, the way he was talking about it was very much on that business side as opposed to you know we're gonna take five lads from our under 18s every year we're gonna start a new East Coast American scholarship and we're gonna send them there it at exa- least then exactly. I would have understood that you know it's an, a development opportunity like the McPhail scholarship like the other yeah. things they've got with Stade Nisois, London Scottish, whatever. Ev- even the, you know, the, the, the sum of money is kind of irrelevant in, in the sense that yeah. if it was 50 grand a year, you'd be like, well, why don't you spend that 50 grand 
on areas in Scotland where rugby's not popular, but you think there's a big catchment area. Yeah. Like Glasgow, for example, like the biggest city, right? Spend it in the east end of Glasgow where rugby's not as popular as the west end. Like, yeah. I just think, you know, that sends a far better message out and, you know, the, the potential to get a return or, you know, some improvement from that is, is far higher. So this is why I think potentially there could be a long-term move, which is that could be the US Pro 14, a Pro 14 team. Yeah. Yeah. So if you believe... I think that's in their thinking. If you believe that at some point in the future, an East Coast US team, because it's always going to probably be East yeah, Coast, yeah. is going to join the, the Pro 14, then... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. He's giving yourself exposure to that. It's, it, I can understand the strategic rationale for wanting to be involved in that potential US franchise because it gives us sort of access to that third pro, pro team. Um, so maybe there's like a long, t- maybe there's sort of a couple of like tactical benefits at the start, but actually there's a more like long-term strategic yeah. aim of getting that team into the pro, into pro sure. rugby, which I could see. I could see I, that, that. I suppose that makes a little bit of I sense. I guess it then depends. Luke, he did pour a little bit of cold water on that when he was talking about it, but yes, you would. At this stage, exactly, you would, yeah. because if you say that's what we're thinking and it doesn't happen because there's huge risks in between, yes. you end up, it, it's another massively failed project. But tell you what, I might help them out. Their stash is quite nice. Is really? Yeah, if you I look at the old, the old Glory um, shop, it's quite nice. I don't think they had a website. 2020. Yeah, under-20s are playing them in May this year on their way to the Argentina, Argentina for the World Cup. Yeah, but what I don't understand is they won't be joining Major League Rugby till 2020. Yeah, correct. What do they do till then? But who are these lads that are playing like May 2019? <laughs> like they they don't s- have a, they've got they up until two weeks ago they had three players signed professionally. Yeah, but what and then the they had a combine. You had paid 20 US dollars and you went and did a training day. And then honestly, that's uh, I was looking at. It, I was like, I'm gonna go for it. You're gonna <laughs> go to DC. <laughs> I'm gonna go for for the old glory. To be fair, the, the stash is quite good. It's Adidas. Yeah, the stash is really nice. That's why I think we can all get behind <laughs> Old Glory. I've Old Glory got Adidas and we I got Macron. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Strategic it, but partnership. It's, but it's not yeah. their own store. It's the worldrugbyshop.com. I think they've like they've paid Adidas. You know, you can like pay. Yeah, they've yeah, got yeah. like 50. It's like a sevens team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, 100%. Adidas aren't sponsoring Old Glory. Yeah, they are. Mate, yeah, they <laughs> are. Look, they've got the DC rugby canvas tote with... I did that. That would be great for your shopping, actually. It would be really nice. nice. But I don't know. They're not going to have signed players from now 
to play one game against Scotland under twenties in, yeah, in I, May twenty nineteen to then start the, the season. Them. It'd be like a US select under They're old playing glory yeah. gear, but again in defense of all glory. They're playing four matches this season. Can you stop loving all glory? I, um, I would like to work for all glory. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm currently working on that. It's all right. They are playing Shannon RFC. Cool. Um, Scotland under 20, <laughs> USA Rugby South, and the Ontario Blues. So the website's so that's good. Your four, that's your four fixtures. It's got a sponsor section, and it just has a form. <laughs> becoming a sponsor <laughs> it doesn't have a list there of is, any sponsors there is another thing one of Glasgow's sponsors Lidos who are on the Glasgow shirt sleeve they're the principal sponsor of Old Glory so there you go Scottish Rugby are making it all happen there you go it's making it rain I think it is, it is a wealthy guy behind Old Glory I guess that is one of the additional points is the guy who's running it does appear to be at least a very successful businessman and smart did guy. he not have something to do or does not one of them have something to do with Major League Soccer and getting that off the ground, potentially, which has know. become yeah. successful. I thought one of them had like a used car sales dealership. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just trying to figure out like how big it is and how much money he actually has. Just like one lad who's got like <laughs> Arnold Clark, but in DC. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking he's forward. Got, he's got one franchise of yeah. Arnold, yeah. Arnold Clark. Peter Vardy, what's up? <laughs> I'm looking forward to the time when like MLR just becomes the place where like really massive old pros going for like one season and do nothing yeah well some of them have Folding. like when frank lampard went to like um yeah new york, uh, city. york, yeah. New york city back into la galaxy and stuff like that we got Foden. don waldock was out there for a little yeah. bit yeah. as well uh pedri vandenberg was playing out there yes yeah, but then Milianina played him it's like am i getting any of those wages <laughs> <laughs> Ross Ford's going. Oh, no. He's going. Ross Ford's Ross going Ford to is All Glory. He's going to be the captain of All Glory DC. There I love that. I'd love to see it. Should we leave All Glory where we where we are? Just, yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be an amazingly interesting one to see how it goes. But let's talk about the weekend coming up in Pro 14. And also, within that conversation, we can cover off last weekend's results and um, any sort of frustrations that we have lingering over from Europe. Um, but the big one, Edinburgh, Friday night against Ulster. Absolutely massive um, for their conference positioning. Um, lads, what do you make of it? I mean, I, th I think that Edinburgh should feel pretty confident going into that match. Um, yeah. The fact that I, I thought Ulster would be a bit better against Glasgow. Obviously, Glasgow played extremely well. But uh, I think coming off the back of that Scarlet's win as well. Yeah would give them a lot of confidence. Um, I'm not sure about Ulster's position in the league. Second. So they're not... Oh, but they're in the, si but they're in the same so Ulster conference, Ulster aren't they? Ulster on 54, Treviso on 52, Edinburgh on 51, and Scarlet's on 45. Mm. So you're going to say Scarlet's kind of out of it now? Most likely, yes. Yeah. I, I think Edinburgh should, should win that match. I think home. at home, at Murrayfield on a Friday night, when it's all on the line like this, and Edinburgh don't have... I shouldn't have thought too many injury issues. No. Got a decent squad. I know that Will Addison went down for Ulster last weekend. There's question marks over Ian Henderson and whether he's going to be available for Ulster this weekend. I just don't think Ulster looked that good. Apart from when they nearly beat Leinster. Well, I, I'm, I just was meaning the Glasgow match. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. I think that's just oh, such a different match though. Like, you know, it's an all-Ireland derby in the Heineken Cup quarterfinal. Again, versus like Edinburgh at, at the Aviva, it was at the Aviva, at the well, Aviva like versus Edinburgh massive. at like a pretty empty Murrayfield. Yeah, obviously they've still got a lot to play for, but 
I just think I think Edinburgh should should be favourites going into that. Quite tasty though the back the back room derby. Dan McFarlane going over there. Johnny Petrie going over to Ulster. Turn their backs on Roddy Grant. Roddy Grant. Yeah. John Petrie's like to Cockrell. He's like, yeah, you know, we got to play the kids this weekend. He was like, (laughs) uh, can't can't put out the big names. (laughs) Do you think that's the team talk from Barclay? Yeah. He's like, these these bastards have stolen Johnny Petrie. Yeah. (laughs) How dare they? They've taken our senior execs. Yeah. How how dare (laughs) they? We've now gone interim MD because of these bastards. when, (laughs) When is this going to stop? Exactly. Only they, we can stop the rock. They've crossed the line. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I suppose the, the one disappointing thing: Edinburgh obviously coming back to beat Scarlets away from home was amazing last weekend. Treviso getting a draw against Leinster was a little bit frustrating. They're actually not called Treviso anymore; they're just called Benetton. They're just called Benetton. Yeah. Sorry to ev- all of our Benetton le- well, listeners. Exactly. What? When did that happen? I don't know, but it's happened apparently. Oh, there's a big one. Benetton are playing um, Munster. Munster this uh, week. Treviso. At Treviso. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get this right. <laughs> Which is a pretty big game as well. I suppose Matt. Well, B- BBC ain't got the message. They still call them Benetton Treviso. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Benetton. Benetton Treviso. Well, they've updated, <laughs> the, they've updated <laughs> scores and fixtures. It's great, the table. great podcast yeah, I know. content. For everyone who can't see your two laptops. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I know. And Munster, you know. Are, are well, that Treviso Munster game is interesting because. Obviously, from an Edinburgh perspective, we want Munster to go over there and beat yeah. Be- Benetton. But ultimately, we want I want Edinburgh, I want Glasgow to be in a place where they've won that group going into the last game of the Getting season. Because then they don't need to beat Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. Um, because ultimately, you know, it's still between Glasgow and Munster, sort of three points between them. If Glasgow comes second in that group, you have to play. You'll you'll have to play Leinster yeah. away to get to the Pro 14. Yeah, final. which ain't gonna happen. Or if you win that group, you'll probably have to play one of Ulster, Treviso, or Edinburgh to get to the Pro 14. Yeah, final. yeah, exactly. I think that's right. <laughs> uh, I kind of tuned, right. tuned out. I'm like, I'll, yeah. t- I'll take your word for it. I think that's probably sounds about fine. Right. Um, so yeah, I think it's a it's all a bit. W- the at least it's keeping it a bit interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember e- every game's quite important. Do you remember last year when like Glasgow were like twenty points ahead and we were just like, you know, whatever, like who cares? Yeah, yeah. And actually, that probably contributed to them it was an so issue. badly in the semi-final because then they had a big break as well. Remember? Yeah, because you have the last game. Well, that's the thing. If you go straight semi. into the semi, yeah, and you have a break because of the Champions Cup as well. Yes, yeah. yes. I it's quite interesting. Like, it's massive for Edinburgh, not just in like the context of this season, but next as well. I mean, if they lose this game, they could end out end up not involved in, you know, Europe at the top level of Europe next year. They'll probably at least have a playoff to get. Well, to yeah, Europe. remember there's a playoff. Oh yes, of course. So oh they, yeah, they they there's play the eighth against seventh eighth place playoff. So they're most likely to play out of the Blues or Ospreys. Yeah, which if you come fourth. Um, like they like win that, but I rescind. I take away my point then. <laughs> <laughs> it's not no, that. It's not. It's not that very game. Don't care. No, no. Of, co- of course <laughs> it is. Like you don't. You don't want to play in that playoff. No, abs- if you can avoid it. Um, but I actually, I, I think right, I think Edinburgh will have too much for this for this Ulster team. This this is the second last match of the season, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And then it's just Edinburgh Glasgow. That's got. Can Ed- if Edinburgh win this match and lose to Glasgow, can they still get through? Yes. Yeah. Uh, depends yes. on the, r- depends on the way the results go, yeah. Mm. D- yeah, We could really do with Munster seeing off Benetton and or Benetton Treviso 
um, that would be good this weekend. Yes, that'll be. Glasgow Edinburgh could be absolutely awesome. Like in terms of what's on the line, it's gonna be so feisty. Probably a bad game, but oh no, it'd be terrible. But like a lot in the a lot <laughs> a lot up in the air. I might go um, to that. It's uh, and then yeah, so what in Glasgow have. Leinster. Leinster, yeah, yeah. Leinster at home. Uh, no, away, sorry. Leinster away. away. Which, so I, I think probably last week falls into one of the you know, better performances of the year. Be- what, top three performances of the year. I mean, yeah, Ulster definitely. at home, bonus point win, you know. And it, it was, I think a lot of people point to that Scarlet's game, but I think there were a lot of players missing because of Six Nations. Yes. Whereas this was, you know, both teams needing to win full strength sides out pretty much and Glasgow did the business it's just a bit frustrating because against you know clearly Rennie had kind of come at that team quite hard in like the post-match press conferences yeah he said poked poked a few guys in the chest in the week Uh, but it's just frustrating because actually in terms of defense in that game against Ulster Glasgow were absolutely savage Yeah. yeah like Ulster weren't really getting anything people like Gray and Cummings like really really stepping yeah. up and like dominating and you're just like the hell happened the week before <laughs> like I, I appreciate Saracens are a yeah it's very different propositions but I, I, I know what you mean it is yeah. frustrating it, particularly when you see Johnny Gray putting in a shift like that and you're just like where has that been yeah where's that been in a Scotland shirt where's that been in a Glasgow shirt I think with, with Glasgow like you know the, the attacks going to be there thereabouts yes. every week because they've got such good players and yes they're very confident with the ball in hand. So it's just sort of getting the other building blocks in yeah. place that they can't seem to do consistently. Building blocks like a All Blacks 10. Like Aaron Cruden, as is the rumour. Again, I'm, I would not be anti Aaron Cruden joining. I just feel like there is bigger needs yeah. at Glasgow. The amount of money you're spending on him could... I mean, I, I reckon, though, like a big ball-carrying eight is probably one of the like hardest players to get in the market at the moment. Yes. They're really, really valuable. Yeah. Um Cruden's market value probably isn't like as much as it used to be. No. But I, I agree that like in terms of what that team needs, it's it's not a standoff. Yes. You want like big ball carrying number eight, someone like I don't know. Who's that horrible South African second row? Any of them. Any, <laughs> Any of them. them. S- yeah. Yes. Like slot a, them. A South African. Slot both them Lude, in. Lude Diego Lude, comes yeah, to Scotland. Exactly. Lude Diego and Michael Leach are just like, come yeah, on. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Glasgow's second row, they're, they're all quite big, and but they're all quite soft. If you look at like Grey, Cummings, Harley, Harley. Swinnow. Well, Harley's not soft, but he's just not that good. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? I know like what you there, mean. Th- there isn't like a hard nosed, like really horrible bastard. Yeah. In that Glasgow pack, apart from Fraser Brown, when he's in that sort of snarling form. Arguably, Kevil. The thing is, I think Kevil's really good. I think he's a bit soft. Uh. Yeah, he is and he isn't. You can't be that soft if you're like taking people down in the scrum. No, I know. Maybe it's sort of. Can you imagine being in a, being Maybe in a scrum. Maybe it's just he looks like a nice guy. Ever. I think it actually is more his yeah. like personality and demeanor, like almost yeah. makes him so seem like, like this like friendly yeah. nice guy. Yeah, I think you're right actually. Um, although, because Leinster will have Champions Cup next weekend. Yes. 
and and they've they're about a hundred points ahead. Yeah, so they've got home. They've, they've got, got home first, semi. Got first place. I think it'll be Leinster B, but Leinster B is still a very decent side. Yes. As was shown against Edinburgh the other week, when it was almost Leinster C, almost and they Leinster actually C, yeah. like looked for the first 20, 30 minutes as if they were going to win that match. Leinster under twelves go out against Glasgow. Yeah, but I, I'm relatively confident that that Glasgow are going to take Leinster. You know, Benetton went out get out there and got a draw last week. Yeah, yeah Leinster true. have got it sewn up. I think they've the got Toulouse next yeah. weekend. Yeah, like. I just don't think this is a priority for them in the slightest. Um, be interesting to see the selections should come out tomorrow. Yes. Glasgow team will be announced. To, Glasgow lens will be tomorrow. Edinburgh's Edinburgh team will come out at lunchtime today, Thursday lunchtime. Yeah. So, bit of a prediction on the Glasgow game then. Glasgow win. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say non-bonus point win by. Six. It's still a big statement to go to the uh, to the RDS and pick mm. up a win. Yeah, no, but, gl- but Glasgow should be doing it, and it's if it's for them, it's sort of trying to secure that home semi, isn't it? So yes, on Premier Sports as well. Yeah, so, so Premier Sports One TV, Mero Seven Zilla, very decent. Do you know what else is coming? I, it's completely off topic, but the Under 18s World Cup's being shown on Free Sports, on the. Premier Sports free channel. The under, under 20s. Under 18s or under 20s? Under 18s, Rugby World Cup starts next week. It's like that little festival that they have for like a weekend, isn't well, it? Well, whether it's a festival or a World Cup, Alan, <laughs> it is on free sports. Is that the, it's the European one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I'm not interested. It's on free sports. <laughs> so there's lots of rugby to watch. That was the point I was trying to make. Yeah, cool. that is fair. <laughs> Idiots. Um. <laughs> um, have you got a quiz, Alan? Or do we need to crack on? I do have a quiz. One thing I wanted to say about Edinburgh, I can get those on. It feels like has Bill Matter dropped off a little bit. <laughs> like I'm saying, he's like been at a high standard, but I don't feel mm. like he's having the same impact as he's been. Ha- and it, uh, maybe it's just you can't consistently stay at that level. Maybe it depends so on the matches he's played as well. Yeah, I feel like, and I actually think you know he is being not marked out of games, but as his as his stock rises, people are specifically yes. focusing on him more. I think he's suffered slightly from the fact that like at a few points this season he's done these like mad offloads that have been nuts and actually like even in interviews he's like I'm actually I'm not that much of an offloader. I'm yeah, not like yeah. a Nakarawa. Um he is a bit more of like obviously he wants to run through holes and through gaps and at arms but he does actually quite a lot of like heavy carrying he for does. that team. Like it's not like he's just running in. He's he's not out in the thirteen yeah. channel, and he he's makes he's like twenty five yeah. carries a day again. Yeah, so that so is quite hard to. Maintain. I thought against Munster he was good, in a, in a match where you know those opportunities are going to be less and the defenses are going to be better. I wonder yeah. if it's maybe that you've got he's now got um, Barkley and Watson, so that sort of workload's being shared across three very high quality players in the back row mm. now. So there's maybe less of a. Yeah. Standout for matter because the quality around him's gone up. He also plays every single game. Well, that's the thing. He, li- well, he must be knackered. That was my only concern was yeah, yeah. he's played literally, even during the Six Nations, he will play every single game. Yeah. Um, and it's just whether, can he keep it going till the end of the season? Mm. You know, and he said, you got Bradbury, you got Richie, you got Watson, you got Barkley. There is enough yeah, yeah, yeah. to share there. Um, but there's not many games now, or no games really, to rotate people. Yes. Is the thing. So you know, if Edinburgh have a run, 
Yeah, and that run, game. and that run, all being fit, is going to be Barkley, Matter, and Watson. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought I'd just chuck a rod out, see if I got. It a was nib- nice to see. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good point. Good point. Um, uh, going to do a very, very quick quiz. You got seven players released by Edinburgh. So I've, I've, already, na- I've already named them. I'm so going <laughs> to let you write them down. <laughs> I'm seven up. <laughs> Ross Ford, Naolo, Dell, <laughs> Fowles, Brown, Kennedy, and Hamilton. Yep, correct. Yeah. So you didn't write them down, Dave. Oh, was I meant that's to write? Fu- no, I've already got them written down, though, so that's fine. There yeah. you go. I want you to th- to rank them in number of appearances. Okay. Uh, for Edinburgh. Um, starting from the bottom, now we're here. So I want you to start from the top. Start from the top. Okay, Ross Ford. Hanny? Yeah, uh, yeah, I had Ford as well. Uh, Tom Brown. Ross Ford is correct. And Ye- then second? Tom Brown. Dave? I would go Brown as well, yeah. Wait, hold on. <laughs> you got to just give me your answer. Okay. Yeah, I know, but he's just going to copy mine. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, think I can give you my whole list now if you want. I'm looking at who, it. Who have you got third? I would go Ford, Brown, um, Kennedy. So uh, you got Kennedy. I've got Kennedy as well. you got Kennedy as well. You're both wrong. It's Nathan Fowles. On Nathan seven Fowles? 71 really? caps. 71 oh, caps. Um, who have you got fourth? Well, my next would have been Nathan Fowles. Nathan Fowles is third. So yeah, yeah, but so I'm s- saying s- it would be Kennedy. So now Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah. Kennedy's fourth with 66. Fifth? Dell. Dell, Hamilton, Naola would be my final yeah, three. Same. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> draw? Let's call it that actually a draw. was a draw. Yeah. Who, of what three players have had the most tries for Edinburgh? Out of that bunch. Yeah. Um, I think I, saw, I remember seeing Tom Brown scored twenty. Yeah, correct. That sounds that sounds like looking at that list. That uh, must be the you most. You said you said the top three. Though. Top three. Okay, so fouls. Well, give me your top three. I'm gonna go Brown, fouls, fouls Ford, Ford, Dell, Ford. Dave takes it. Yes. <laughs> Ford's got ten tries. I, I knew he had. I just thought I'd. No, you got to mix. You got to yeah, mix yeah, up. Yeah. Fowles got Didn't six. Did he score a hat trick not that long ago? Nah. Don't make up. Ross. Maybe got a brace this season or something like that. I don't uh, know. I'm don't not know. making I don't up know, that, man. For, that Ford scored tries recently. I don't know about that. Man. He scored against um, Italy in that summer when. Uh, when anyway, Finn did that silly offload. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't think we need to go too much into the uh, the ten tries that Ross Ford has scored. I'll take yeah. the win though. Very happy you with that. You type in Ross Ford Hattrick, it says Scotland 31, Ireland 21. I'm Henderson, not sure. Henderson I Hattrick. I, I think I would remember if Ross Ford has got a Hattrick with Scotland. I feel like you know, Sean Kennedy has had like eight seasons with Edinburgh. It's got to be one of the longest. No, uh, this sorry. This is Andy Henderson scoring a Hattrick for Scotland against Ireland. Unreal. Excuse me? Goofy. Was that not like pre-World Cup game or something? It was. Uh, but it was when we beat them, yeah. Right, yeah. It was... It was <laughs> It was Rob Dewey against O'Driscoll. <laughs> oh, it's a meeting of minds. Do you not remember, though, there was like that one season when Rob Dewey for Glasgow was like... No, it was for Edinburgh. Well, oh, sorry, for Edinburgh. Uh, it was yeah, really, he really scored good. like 11 tries. He scored like 15 tries this season. Yeah. Like player of the year or something. And then... Then he went to Ulster. Yeah. Then he went to Glasgow. And then it's all gone and wrong. And then he worked at the Vic in St Andrews. And he occasionally plays for Madras. And he plays for Madras. <laughs> really weird. <laughs> Very, very weird. Should we... But, say, Sean Kennedy, eight seasons with Edinburgh, you've got to think you're getting one Scotland cap. But he hasn't I had any. Has he not? I, 
Has I he ever been, been in the squad? I think he's been called into... I think he's been in the squad. Rogue squads. But you, you think if you go in eight years... You'd think you'd get in like a summer touring squad and like, play against like Canada yeah. or something like that. Grayson yeah. Hart's had like your, ca- your yeah, away at Canada true. cap. And you'd think... To be fair to Rob, Rob Dewey, Rob Dewey, 16... How many Edinburgh caps did he have? Who's Chris Leak? But Chris Leak? <laughs> it's Chris Leck. Chris Scrum Leck. Leck. <laughs> <laughs> he is not a Scotland cat. Who's English? Was he? Yes. Oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> Eight seasons for how many? How many Edinburgh caps did you say? Sixty-six. That's, mm. that's a bit part showing, isn't it? And that's including. He was at bench. Glasgow as well for a bit. Remember? Yes, Andy? he was. Like, I think he had some, ti- he had some time at Irish. To be fair, as well. Oh yeah, him and Tulis went on loan there. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully yeah. he gets a gig. Deserves a gig. Yeah. He'd be, good. He'd be good in the sevens, I reckon. Quick prediction for the games, and then we'll. Uh, off we well, we didn't do Edinburgh, did we? We didn't do we an didn't Edinburgh, Edinburgh prediction. We kind of did Glasgow. Um, Let's finish off with that then, Matt. Uh, Edinburgh, I think, will win by ten. Ten points. But I don't Alan. think we'll get a bonus point. Uh, I'm pretty similar. I'm going to say Edinburgh to win 25-17. 25-17. I think yeah. it'll be a little bit tighter than that. Edinburgh win by five. Johnny Petrie will resign from Ulster <laughs> straight after the game. Dan Rod- Roddy Grant, resigned. Roddy Grant, like rips up his contract in front yeah, of in exactly. front of Johnny Petrie. Yeah, they all they all come back to Edinburgh. It's all been a massive scam <laughs> on Ulster. Get it up, yeah. That's what the lads are gonna do. It's gonna be good. I'll tell you, we were saying. Remember Ollie Atkins? Yeah, yeah. He was the guy who got s- Tom Young's got his red card for yeah, cleaning yeah, yeah. out, and he played at Edinburgh. But he played at Edinburgh. He's just casually know, starting for extra Chiefs. In the role for the Chiefs. It's mad. He's he was one of those that people talked about possibly coming into the um as like a bolt. Yeah. He was around the Is time the Six Nations squad, or maybe the autumn squad, people yeah, were saying that Ollie Atkins might get uh might get a nod. I think he's played because he came over from Australia and he wasn't that young when he came over. Um but yeah. Tom Young's just literally comes in off his feet yeah, and absolutely it was horrific. fucks yeah. him. He's, like, he's had one cap for Scotland Day. Oh. 2014. So, you know, he must be eligible. Scotland Day, just not a thing anymore? Yeah, I know. I was thinking about it the other day. I don't think any it's of them. It's not a thing. No, Eng- none of the, none England of still have the Saxons? No, no. Because no. Ireland just have the wolf The wolf <laughs> The wolf hounds. I don't think... I guess NZ has still got Maori, but it's a little bit different. Yeah. It's a shame, actually. No, no like, squad Scotland really has. It used to be all right. Yeah, 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 it used to be quite a good little platform. Scotland A generally had a quite a good record yeah. a- against England as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember Duncan Taylor scored a try to sort of win a win a game once against down in Newcastle. Um, yeah, and, and Hogg obviously scored that screamer. Oh mate, that was too good. Uh, last prediction: I think that St Andrews are going to win the Melrose Sevens. So <laughs> I don't think they're going to do no. that. St Andrews are going to lose to Stellenbosch in the final. In the final. <laughs> yeah. To Edinburgh Uni in the final. Oh, that'd be so bad. I'm going so to go. create like a Will Greenwood video message for this man. She's <laughs> 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 like, who is this guy? <laughs> Can't stand Will Greenwood's social media. Oh, his video message with Durham Uni is just like too long and too cringe. Can't stand it. I know. And on that note, on that note, yeah. thank you very much for joining us. We will speak to you soon. Cheers. Cheers. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. 
Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.